0: Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, the hearing is already underway. Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas expected to defend his border security record on Capitol Hill. As Republicans look to move forward with the impeachment of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, I don't know if the witnesses are going to be in order as they're listed uh, here on the House uh, Committee on Homeland Security's website. If they are uh, uh, taken in order as they are listed, then Montana's Attorney General Austin Knutson will be first up. Uh, That's right. Montana's Attorney General Austin Knutson, I've said it before, the best AG in the country. He is on Capitol Hill as we speak, uh, testifying in support of the impeachment of uh, Homeland Security uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Look, I know there's been a lot of big stories in the news this week. We've been talking a lot about uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Uh, We've been talking uh, about a a number of other topics here, but this is the main effort, if you ask me. This has got to be the top priority this week. Uh, Finally, demanding some accountability here on this treasonous invasion that is taking place on our southern border right now. Uh, uh let's see uh i do have you know i'm going to try to play this live for you i'm monitoring of uh, the live feed of this homeland security committee hearing right now uh, i'm hopeful that, that we can play attorney general austin Knut- knutson's testimony live for you here on this show if not in full at least part of it for you here i, I know our producer travis lee is is recording uh the committee uh hearing uh, right now as we speak as well but i do have uh at least a sample of what uh, the attorney general is expected to say in his testimony, Politico Playbook. I was scanning their newsletter earlier this morning, and uh, here's some excerpts from the attorney general's testimony uh, that is provided in advance to the committees, to, for those who've, uh, who who aren't too familiar with with uh, you know the House or the Senate and how these committees work, oftentimes there will be written testimony that is submitted in advance. Uh, attorney General Austin Knudsen saying that Secretary Mayorkas has violated his oath to defend the homeland and uphold the Constitution by repeatedly disregarding the laws passed by Congress. To that end, he has instructed the men and women of his department to violate congressional mandates and circumvent court orders issued after states like Montana have taken the drastic measure of filing suit against the federal government to stop the madness at the southern border. He adds this, the framers understood that impeachment is an appropriate response if members of the executive branch abdicate their duties or statutory responsibilities. The conclusion is clear. Secretary Mayorkas has violated his oath of office and the consequences have been dire. And, of course, you've probably already been uh, hearing about some of the consequences that we're seeing uh, in another round of news out this morning. New York City, school kids in New York City forced into remote learning, kicked out of their very own school, kicked out of their very own classroom so the illegals can move in instead but we've seen the disastrous impacts even here in Montana. So uh, looking forward to uh, the AG's testimony and more. Plus, we've got phone lines open for you right here with Montana Talks. Securing America.
1: The revelation that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin underwent prostate cancer surgery just before Christmas and was readmitted to the hospital last week, all without informing the president, has raised major questions about the nation's security during that time period. Pending on Press Secretary Major General Patrick Ryder said Tuesday... Secretary Austin takes full responsibility and has resumed his duties from the hospital.
0: He continues to stay very actively engaged with his senior staff uh, and is, is making important decisions about national
1: security and defense. Ryder says an internal Pentagon review is now underway and that... There's definitely things that could have been done better. The White House says the president is sticking by the secretary, while Montana Republican Congressman Matt Rosendale has advocated impeaching Austin, telling Fox... This shows how flawed this administration is and how
0: bad and how severely they have compromised our national security. Good evening, Fox News. The reply well, this is the global warming they've been warning us about, or lack thereof anyway. Uh, yeah, it's going to get really cold later this week. I don't know if you'd call it a polar vortex or a Hudson low, whatever you want to call it. There's going to be parts of Montana that will never get above zero, uh, potentially later this week uh, for a 24-hour stretch of time. So you might as well just stay in, listen to your radio, and heat things up by calling in the Montana Talks. We take it statewide from 9 to 10. It's the show where you get to talk. You. This is where Montana talks, Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, so the big story getting a lot of uh, national attention as it should this morning. Well, at least it's getting a lot of national attention at Fox News and other you know, fair to conservative outlets. Uh, I don't know how much the, uh, the rest of the liberal media mob is giving this attention, uh, as they should be. But yeah, in New York City, you've got uh, school kids that are, that are being kicked out of their school, kicked out of their classrooms, so that illegal aliens can use their school as a shelter. And they're being forced into remote learning Because that worked so well, right? Think about it. How many years behind are American children now because of the COVID lockdown craziness and the COVID shutdown hysteria that Dr. Fauci and the Democrats thrust upon this country? They set American school kids years behind as a result of what they did and it was shameful and they knew they knew they were lying they knew they were lying about masks they knew they were lying about shutdowns and you remember Donald J Trump at the time said something very poignant he said we can't let the cure be worse than the disease but yet yet blue state governors blue city mayors and unelected health officials in Montana under then democrat governor Steve Bullock they pressed forward anyway uh, with these absurd lockdowns of American kids and the, the struggles they had as a result. And anyway, uh, yeah, New York City, that's what's happening there. That's the latest uh, involving the illegal invasion in New York City. Down in, in uh, Ecuador, right now in Ecuador, there's crazy video that's surfacing. Basically, Ecuador is turning into complete chaos down in South America. Uh, cartel operatives... They're, they're they're basically seeing an all out cartel takeover in Ecuador at one point gunmen armed gunmen uh, stormed a TV news station uh, and uh and and have the whole had the whole TV news crew uh, taken hostage and okay well, that's going on in Ecuador but you can look at what the drug cartels are doing right here in America uh, last weekend uh, there was a story that was published by the Billings Gazette a prominent Crow education leader involved in vast drug conspiracy connected to a cartel, and so this story, you know, we, we told you when there was this big uh, this big operation uh, involving uh, the DEA and and others in local law enforcement, where they where they went out and and busted a whole bunch of folks on the Crow Reservation on the Northern Cheyenne Reservation for dealing meth and more. Well, now we know that a prominent Crow education leader who used to work at Montana State University in one of their tribal programs also has now uh, been named a ringleader of a vast drug conspiracy connected to a cartel. Christina McIntosh had that had that report over the weekend for the Billings Gazette. So we see the impacts on the ground here from this invasion on our southern border and the deadly impacts it's having on the ground here in Montana. We see what's taking place in New York City. We see what's taking place down in Ecuador. And what we are seeing as a result of this treasonous invasion on our southern border is we are seeing basically the destabilization of the entire western hemisphere as a result of Joe Biden and liberal Senator John Tester's disastrous policies here. Uh, I I am watching this uh, committee hearing taking place right now. Uh, l- let me give you a quick scene setter here. So far, the the chairman of the committee is speaking right now. Congressman Green is uh, giving his opening remarks at this Homeland Security uh, Committee hearing meeting. I think that Attorney General Austin Knutson may be the first uh, Attorney General to testify. Uh, based on the list that I'm seeing here, I've also got a full copy of his written testimony, which some sometimes can differ from their you know uh, their actual uh, verbal testimony. Uh, but uh, it, it may be some time before, before we start getting into the witness testimony, but we will try to carry that for you here uh, on the show as it happens, or at least uh, shortly after it happens. A quick scene setter for you here, though, uh, on the news. Uh, yeah, Republicans looking to move forward with impeachment of uh, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Oh, let me uh, hold on. I better pause my audio on this other clip for you here for a second. All right, that's right. Here we go. Okay, and now because I have this YouTube thing up, it's not a lot. All right, let me let me just scrap that other audio report altogether because I want to make sure that we are ready to roll with this committee, uh, committee hearing and the remarks from Attorney General Austin Knutson when we get to it here. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I already shared a couple of the remarks uh, that Attorney General Austin Knutson is going to share here uh, at some point this morning. We've also got remarks here from Oklahoma's Attorney General. Uh, Here's part of what the Oklahoma Attorney General is is, uh, apparently set to testify. As the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Oklahoma, it is my duty to protect the people of my state. I am here to testify about the dangers my citizens face due to a porous border and the failure of the federal government to enforce the law. I believe it is time for accountability. The people of Oklahoma do not deserve to live under constant threat from criminal foreign nationals. The people of Oklahoma do not deserve to have their communities flooded with illegal drugs that were smuggled across our unsecure border. Oklahoma families don't deserve to have their loved ones ripped away by those same drugs. Now, you could just insert the state of Montana into everything he just said, and we've got the same problem they do. It's happening all across America as a result of this treasonous invasion that Mayorkas is orchestrating, that Mayorkas is encouraging. The laws And the policies and the courts that Mayorkas is is ignoring. Now, people I respect like Jonathan Turley are saying, oh, well, you can't just impeach somebody because of policy differences. He is ignoring the law. He is ignoring policy. He is committing a treasonous, allowing for this treasonous invasion along our southern border. He must go and he must go now. And good job by A.G. Knudsen being there uh, to call him out for it.
2: I'm Chad Kirkland with the Speaker's Lobby. The 2024 presidential campaign likely won't unfold in all the old familiar places. The presidential proving ground for former President Trump may be in various courthouses, ranging from New York to Atlanta. But House Republicans hope the presidential validation field for President Biden in 2024 is in the halls of Congress. House Republicans didn't accomplish much in 2023, but in mid-December, House Republicans finally conjured up the votes to formalize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. That dynamic emerging in an election year could expose whether or not voters buy the GOP narrative that Mr. Biden, Hunter Biden, and his family have something to hide with overseas business dealings, or the maneuver could reveal whether Republicans come up with blanks. Historically, impeachments have been dangerous for the party doing the impeaching. Consider for a moment, what political benefit has any party ever reaped from an impeachment? Ever. What do Democrats have to show for their two impeachments of former President Trump? Few consequences. Mr. Trump roared back stronger than ever after the Capitol riot, and he is the presumptive Republican nominee. (laughs) With the Speaker's Lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News.
0: Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Hey, we do have the phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970. Uh, as I mentioned, it could be uh, still a little bit of time before Attorney General Austin Houston, uh testifies. Uh, I mean, you never know. It may not even be until after we wrap up the show here, but we're going to keep our eye on it. Uh, I, I was watching, uh, listening in on a little bit of the, the hearing during the break. Remember when the Border Patrol agents were on horseback and... And they were riding split rain. They were riding split rain. You had all these illegal aliens, uh, you know, uh, trying to cross the river in, to break into this country illegally, and these border patrol agents were trying to keep the illegal aliens out, which is their job. And remember, remember when the liberal media mob started falsely attacking and trashing these men and women who serve in the border patrol? A, this, I'm, I'm glad they played that clip during this congressional hearing here because it's a reminder. We know that Alejandro Mayorkas is, is trashing this country. He is trashing America right now. But here's the deal. He wants to be the leader of the Department of Homeland Security when he's not securing this country. And he has the audacity to trash, to falsely trash the men and women under his department he's how could they ever how could they ever have confidence in their leader when he is does not have their backs when he rushes to judgment and falsely condemns them falsely portrays what took place there? they remember when they said they were whipping migrants with whips and and the clip they played of Majorcus and his disgusting comments. Following that liberal media mob drive-by attack, that's why Rush Limbaugh called them the drive-by media because they do this—they do these drive-by attacks against decent Americans. Oh, look, they were whipping migrants. It's a reminder of the slave trade. Oh, BS! And that wasn't what was happening at all. They were riding split rain, and and then of course, again, when the facts come out, when the, when it's obvious what it, what took place there. Well, the media hysteria. They just moved on to their next fake news story. And Mayorkas, instead of getting the facts and defending the men and women under his command, he trashed the people under his command. That's how he treats public servants. Meanwhile, look at all the Biden administration officials that are just on vacation after vacation after vacation. And don't bother to tell anybody. Uh, all right, let's get into your phone calls while we keep an eye on the uh, on the Homeland Security uh, Committee hearing here. We've got, uh, let's see, Clint in Bozeman first up. Clint, thanks for the call.
3: Well, thank you for taking my call. And I hope they impeach uh, my orcas. I really do. But here's what I gotta say of what's happened to me personally. My granddaughter is married to a Canadian and they both worked in the oil sands in Canada and at Fort McMurray for 14, 15 years. And one, my granddaughter drove a big truck, and uh, Brady was a supervisor there. My, her, her husband. Okay, they've came to the, uh, came back to the United States. My granddaughter, she's an American citizen. They came back here. They've hired a lawyer over a year ago. Now this is gonna just get you. Over a year ago, paid her five thousand dollars to get him a work permit, so he could go to work here in the United States. And he, right to this day, they have not got this work permit. And it's been going on two years now, and yet our president will allow them folks coming across the border and give them money, they give them cell phones, they, give them, they take them and put them in the hotels and stuff. And our own people, and our, it's not right.
0: No, it's I insane. don't know what
3: the hell's going to ha- happen here. Is he from Canada,
0: he, did you say? Is that where... Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: My granddaughter's husband is a Canadian.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's
3: trying to get a work permit, Aaron, so he can go to work here. And he's well qualified. He's, he's got a good education and everything. He's well qualified to go to work. And they have spent $5,000, like I said, with an attorney to get a work permit, okay, to come here.
0: Okay, well, see, see, he's coming from Canada. See, if he was coming from yeah. Yemen or Iran or right. or or some other terrorist hotbed country, then then they'd let him right in. But see, he's coming from Canada, so we got to be extra right. careful here, according to Joe Biden and John Tester.
3: Well, the thing that's happened, Aaron, is our, our country is. I don't know. I'm I'm 89 years old. I ain't afraid to tell anybody. I'm a Korean
4: War veteran. Yeah, it I lived through. What I've seen happen to this
3: country—it's scaring the hell out of me, and it should scare the hell out of other people. To see so many people coming across—eight million—is it, Aaron?
0: Twelve, I think, was what we heard from uh, Jim Jordan, because he says it's—it's it's bigger than the population of the, of the big state of Ohio. Yeah, no, well, well, well said, Clint, and thanks for your service, God. When I hear a, a Korean w- war veteran talk about the lack of of a border. Here in America, I, I think of that border between North and South Korea. Boy, they know borders matter, don't they? And then look at the imagery at, at nighttime showing how a border matters. And and you look at all the lights and the prosperity in South Korea. And then you look at sheer darkness in North Korea and the tyranny in North Korea. Yeah, borders matter. Uh, They do. Clint, thanks uh, thanks for your service. Thanks for calling in. Hey, next up, uh, listening in on the program this morning, I mentioned this headline out of the Billings Gazette. Prominent Crow education leader involved in vast drug conspiracy connected to a cartel. That was in the Billings Gazette last weekend. We're talking about the southern borders and the Mexican drug cartels and the impacts on the ground here in Montana. And Stacey Zinn, who recently retired as the head of the DEA here in Montana? Listening in and just called in, Stacy. Great to hear from you.
5: Good morning, Aaron, um, and great topics that you're speaking about this morning.
0: Well, it's, it's uh, everybody. I mean, this should be top of every single uh, person's agenda. If you ha- if you have a microphone, how could you talk? How could you talk about something else right now, given uh, the disastrous effects taking place all across the country?
5: Oh, absolutely. And, and people are starting to realize that we have nefarious groups walking across our southwest border. And I'm going to back up a little bit of going, there's been people, there's been terrorist organizations that have been prepping to cross our southwest border for, for many years. They tried to acclimate into the Mexican population. But now that this current administration has just basically opened up the door and said, come on in, there's, they they're, they're walking and they're coming all the way up to Montana and you, you talked about the, the left-hand investigation the cartels are easily now infiltrating our reservations across Montana because they are able to come up live in our country for free and bring their poisons and now there are they we have seen it firsthand of how the cartel affects Montana
0: well I remember back before back before Christmas there was a, a Fort Peck uh a tribal council member who testified in the US Senate and Senator Danes uh shared this uh, this interaction and the Fort Peck tribal uh tribal council members said We've got to secure the border and and, and and said exactly what you're saying right now about, you know, how the reservations are being targeted, how Native Americans are being targeted by the drug cartels. What stands out to you about this story, about this Crow education leader? Uh, apparently, uh, she was the former dean of academics at Little Big Horn College, and uh, she also worked at, in a, a program at Montana State University in Bozeman in a native nursing program and apparently she is the ringleader of a vast drug conspiracy connected to the drug cartels.
5: I have to be careful because the case hasn't been fully adjudicated. Um but what it shows is that the no one on the reservation is immune to the effects of the cartel. When you had the cartel come in and splat and and slash their monies, slash the drugs, individuals that have made it have been successful. We're seeing it firsthand how they can get sucked back into the system of meth use, fentanyl use, and the cartels are preying on these people. And it doesn't matter about the education on the reservation. The temptations are just too high. And if we keep letting these cartels have their way, if we keep our borders open, allowing them to come in, we're going to see more of this type of activity take place here in our communities.
0: Yeah. If you were testifying, uh, Attorney General Austin Knudsen is testifying here later. I'm watching, uh, still just in the background watching this Homeland Security Committee hearing. It looks like the Democrat ranking member on the committee is speaking now, uh, probably desperately figuring out some way to to try to uh, defend this indefensible record of Mayorkas. But if you were there testifying, I know you're retired now, what would you say? What could you say?
5: I will talk about the examples of deaths that have taken place in our community because of our open border and what do i mean by that is that we have allowed because of small legalization of drugs in our western states we have allowed these these cartels members to to come up into these states live freely get fake social security um documents get free i mean false documents in order for them to 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 live and then what they've done is bring up a mass amount of drugs our communities in montana are, are hop skipping and jumping Individuals are going to get those drugs. They're bringing them back, and it's impacting our communities. Deaths, addiction, our crime has gone up. That's what I'd point out. And I'd point out is that because of the the Biden administration, they have allowed this, um, this type of activities to take place, and it's ruining our culture.
0: Yeah. 30 seconds to go, and I know Stacy's in. You've announced that you're running for Congress in that Eastern congressional district. Would you vote to impeach uh, Mayorkas? Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. He needs to go. And other people that have been advising him need to go. The whole top tier of those agencies need to be gutted. I would have done that yesterday.
0: Completely clean house. And you've seen it firsthand, given all your years of sacrifice and service uh, as as a DEA agent and then as uh, the administrator in charge for the state of Montana. Stacy's Zinn, such an honor to know that people like you are listening to this show and, and calling in. Thanks for the phone call. An honor to hear from you as always.
5: Keep it up,
0: Aaron. Thank you. Hey, thank you. All right, we're we are going to keep it up with some more great callers on the phone lines. Tom and Bozeman next in line. Coming up right after this quick break, and I'll keep monitoring this uh, Homeland uh, Security Committee hearing as we speak as well, so that we can be sure to capture uh, Attorney General Knudsen's testimony.
6: This
4: is the Montana Economic Minute. So let's just do the arithmetic. Humans pump out about 40 billion tons of CO2 into the atmosphere every year, give or take. Add that up over history, and that cumulates to about 2.2 trillion tons. It would take about 55 years to get back to pre-industrial levels if we somehow went to zero emissions today. That should tell us at least two things. Adaptation to higher temperatures is inevitable. In fact, compared to the cost of carrying out anything close to what that simple calculation calls for, it's undoubtedly desirable. The other thing it should tell us is this. Mitigation is the key part, perhaps the only really effective part, of any carbon reduction strategy. And the economics supports this as well. By this, I mean spending to remove CO2 from the atmosphere, either at the point of its release or generally, as well as other steps to neutralize the weather effects of CO2 in the atmosphere today, which may include large-scale seeding, clouds, and the like. I'm Patrick Barkie.
7: Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research.
4: This is where Montana talks.
0: Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. It looks like the ranking member, the Democrat, uh, the the lead Democrat on the Homeland Security Committee is now wrapping up his remarks. So uh, well, I'll try to keep an eye on that to see how soon these attorneys general from across the country. You've got Attorney General Austin Knutson out of Montana. Uh, the attorney general out of Oklahoma, uh, the attorney general out of Missouri, and a a law professor emeritus out of the University of Missouri School of Law, all set to testify. Um, I'll keep an eye on that. We'll take some more of your phone calls here. Um, Also, this is interesting. So um, I mentioned that A.G. Knutson is going to be testifying here shortly. And while I'm looking at the committee hearing website, I also noticed that they have a link directly to the full written testimonies. I, I shared a couple of excerpts that I saw via Politico earlier this morning, but I've now gotten a chance to scan through the full written testimony provided by Attorney General Austin Knutson. So I'm going to share with you some of the highlights that are standing out to me, of uh, some very interesting Montana-specific numbers uh, and, and stories in well as well involving some of the illegal aliens who 've been arrested here in Montana and some of the drug trafficking and the human trafficking operations uh, that they 're connected to all right uh, let 's go uh, first back into the phone lines here let 's see four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy is the number for you. Tom in Bozeman next up on the phone lines tom what 's on your mind Thanks for the call
4: Yeah, good morning Aaron morning. So, yes, there's little doubt that uh, Mayorkas needs to be impeached and removed one way or the other. We have to bear in mind that he is actually just following the orders of his boss, not be Joe Biden. And so Joe Biden is complicit. Mayorkas, of course, is a complete failure, as Biden is. But Joe Biden is orchestrating this, or whoever is pulling Joe Biden's puppet strings, i don't think he even makes his own decisions. And then that dovetails also a little different topic, but it goes hand in hand. Joe Biden is definitely with his attorney general, Merrick Garland. They're, they're orchestrating all of these charges and cases against President Trump with mm-hmm. their Democrat yard dog prosecutors, um, and judges and Democrats and the persecution of Trump. You know the, the election interference, and between Biden and the Attorney General and Mayorkas and the rest of the clowns in this administration, it's it's really um, it's, it's astonishing to even witness. To be honest with you, it's, I never thought in all my years that I would be living in a a nation that is borderline fascist. And in addition to that, the Democrats seem to um, embrace this type of heavy-handed totalitarian type behavior so i don't know where it's going to end exactly
0: and that fanny willis uh example that we talked about yesterday where fanny willis uh gave six hundred fifty thousand dollars to her her alleged boyfriend's law firm to prosecute trump and then he's taken her on fancy vacations with the taxpayer funds the other thing that's come out of that story is that is that uh, is that uh, Fannie Willis's alleged boyfriend has been colluding with the Biden administration behind the scenes, it, to help lead this persecution against Donald Trump in Georgia? So it goes right back to exactly what you were talking about. Uh, let's it's see. Just a den it, of vipers. That's what it is. So selling this country out. That's why heads need to roll, starting with mayorkas uh the first one that needs that needs to go here uh it looks like they are they have just now sworn in uh these attorneys general uh before uh, they provide their testimony so i'd imagine uh, we should be hearing from attorney general austin kenichan here uh very shortly uh so tom thanks for the phone anything else you want to throw out there tom
4: no i just i think it's time for the republicans to take off put on their big boy pants and this been going on there since Biden got into office. Well, probably even when Obama was in there. But they need to stand up and put an end to this uh, this racketeering and this, you know, two two tiered justice system and all the, you know, and you know this uh, immigration or whatever you want to call it illegal. When you put it into perspective, the, the number of illegals that have come into the country since Biden is about eight to nine times the population of our entire state of montana
0: yeah well and this should be the easiest thing that the republican congress should be able to come together and unite on in a in a unanimous vote and some democrats should join them in this All uh, right, it looks like attorney general austin knutson is starting his testimony here let me uh yeah let me get it get it ready for you and then nancy stand by we'll get to you after the uh after the
1: testimony distinguished committee my name is austin knutson montana attorney general as the Attorney General and Chief Law Enforcement Officer for the state of Montana, I'm grateful for this committee's attention to how Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas' failed leadership has impacted states like Montana. The southern border certainly presents difficult challenge for any administration, but Secretary Mayorkas and the Biden administration have absolutely poured gasoline on this fire. The southern border and the drugs flowing across it into communities large and small across our nation are ultimately the reason that I am the Attorney General of Montana today. I'm from rural Montana, where I was a private practice attorney until two drug dealers sped past my kids' school, one shooting at the other out of his vehicle window in broad daylight. After that incident, I became our elected county prosecutor, where I saw what I thought were the absolute worst things possible. Babies born addicted to drugs, Kids thrown into foster care because their parents would rather buy drugs than take care of them. Young girls sexually assaulted by family members on drugs. People murdered over $20 drug deals gone wrong. So to say that I was encouraged by the previous administration's progress in securing our nation's border is an understatement. It's also an understatement to say that I was horrified to see this administration under Secretary Mayorkas' leadership begin to erase that progress and systematically dismantle policies and programs meant to secure our borders. The most devastating impact of the open border on Montana has been the massive quantities of Mexican cartel fentanyl and methamphetamine. In 2020, drug task forces in Montana seized 6,663 doses units of fentanyl. In 2021, the first year of Secretary Mayorkas's watch at the border, that quantity exploded tenfold to 61,000 dosage units of fentanyl. In 2022, Montana tripled that, seizing nearly 190,000 dosage units of cartel fentanyl. The numbers aren't finalized yet for 2023, but I can tell you that as of the third quarter of 2023, Montana is on track to have seized nearly a half Million dosage units of fentanyl and another 200 pounds of meth. And the cartels trafficked 100% of that fentanyl and meth across the southern border. In just one week during March 2022, 17 people on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation overdosed on fentanyl. Four of them died. I spoke with a woman later that year from the Fort Peck Indian Reservation, which is where I'm from, She was raising her grandkids because both of her sons were killed in two separate fentanyl overdose incidents. Nationwide, indigenous people suffer the highest rate of fentanyl overdoses. In Montana, the opioid overdose death rate among Native Americans is twice that of white people. The devastation of Secretary Mayorkas' refusal to faithfully execute the laws goes beyond the deaths it causes and the anguished families left to pick up pieces. These drugs cause people to do absolutely unspeakable things. A suspect in a current drug case in Montana was taking delivery of drugs that were being supplied directly from the cartels in Mexico. She kept her minor daughter living in a yard shed and allowed the man delivering those drugs to sexually assault her daughter as part of that drug deal. In another case last year, a young mother who was homeless was able to finally find a bedroom in a house. Not knowing that that room had been recently occupied by a fentanyl user. Shortly after taking residence, that mother found her 11 month old child not breathing. Fortunately, medical and law enforcement personnel responded quickly enough to administer naloxone before the fentanyl from the prior occupant killed that infant child. The Trump administration overcame fierce opposition at every turn and was able to gain control of our southern border as no previous administration could but all of that progress has been destroyed. Secretary Mayorkas is the architect of that destruction. The American people are watching. They know that our border was secure just a few years ago. They see the devastation metastasizing in our communities from drugs and human trafficking. The conclusion is clear. Secretary Mayorkas has violated his oath, and I urge this body to impeach. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Wow, couldn't
0: have uh, couldn't have planned the timing on that uh, better. We got to roll to a, a very quick break. Then we'll get to your phone calls there. But there we just got to hear live as it happened the full uh, testimony by Montana's Attorney General Austin Knutson. That was some tough stuff. That was some powerful stuff in there. Uh, so uh, anyway, we'll we'll take a few minutes here, process that, take your phone calls and more. Plus, we've got the phone lines open in the nine o'clock hour of Montana Talks. As well. I think I've got some additional details in the written testimony uh, on top of what he just shared there.
3: Your morning cup
0: of Sean.
3: This, this is the Sean Hannity
4: Morning
0: minutes. In the New York Times, they say, though, little discussed by the Biden administration, the Iranian nuclear program has now suddenly been put on steroids. Well, do you think it has something to do with the amount of money that Joe Biden is allowing the Iranians to make selling oil, that the amount of money they're allowing to be transferred into Iran, to the mullahs of Iran? International inspectors are announcing uh, this past December that Iran initiated a threefold increase in their enrichment of, you know, near bomb-grade. Uranium. By rough estimates, Iran now has the fuel for at least three atomic weapons, and American intelligence officials believe the additional enrichment needed to turn that fuel into bomb grade material would only take a few weeks. Well, that would be a clear and present danger to the world. Great job, Joe. Your morning cup
8: of Sean.
4: This is the Sean Hannity Morning
6: Minute.
8: there is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-9862. That's 800-575-9862. Tax relief advocates, real solutions for real people.
1: Road to Joseph
0: Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Well, this is the global warming they've been warning us about, or lack thereof anyway. Uh, Yeah, it's going to get really cold later this week. I don't know if you'd call it a polar vortex or a Hudson low, whatever you want to call it. There's going to be parts of Montana that will never get above zero, uh, potentially later this week uh, for a 24-hour stretch of time. So you might as well just stay in, listen to your radio, and heat things up by calling in to Montana. 201-6263. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio.
1: Serving the great state of Montana from the peaks of the Bear
4: Tooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks.
2: With Aaron Flint,
0: yeah, powerful testimony there. You just heard it live from Montana's Attorney General Austin Knutson before the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Homeland Security. Now, I imagine uh, one of the other attorneys general is giving his testimony right now. I, my assumption is that they will also be be taking questions and doing a Q and A with the members of the committee, uh, with the congressmen here shortly as well. So, I'm assuming there'll be some back and forth between AG Knutson and And the members of, of congress so so we 're going to keep rolling on this audio, keep monitoring this audio for you as we as we in just a few minutes push into uh, the nine o 'clock hour of the show where we keep taking your phone calls and more. But yeah, interested in hearing your reactions to that, uh, especially from our friend Nancy and Roundup uh, Nancy, I know you 've been so so passionate about this devastation taking place on our southern border. what do you think about the attorney general 's testimony there I was very impressed,
7: and I thank God that we have him as our attorney general and I really get choked up here because he he cares about us. I mean he is such a wonderful, um, true leader and he cares about each and every one of us here in the state of Montana. And what I wanna say here is that tomorrow it's gonna be a major day in my life. Um, I I will be able to uh uh register for um a house run here in 2024, and I pledge my allegiance to the people of Montana and to fight this Mexican cartel here. And it it, it is um, the things that they have done and have gotten away with, and we just cannot continue this anymore, and we have to stand together and fight back. And I'm going to tell you, Aaron, if if I win the election in my house district in 2024, uh, one of the first things i'm going to do is drop a bill and i'm going to go after the cartel in, 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 in any way i can think of and i'm going to go after these uh ngos and uh we're going to have to clean up the reservations in this in, in our state as well and i'm telling you it's uh from you know but there's one thing that people forget i think that our government waited too long on a mexican cartel yeah. our mexican cartel has gone international they've got ties all over the world now and they're going to be hard to beat we talked about this a little over a week ago it's going to take our military and even our navy seals to to combat them i mean they are still so strong and wealthy and powerful now it's not going to be an easy
0: task. That's right. It's been far too long, and that's why they've got to start uh, with uh, holding Mayorkas accountable. Nancy, it's so great to hear from you, and, and I, I don't think you're the only one that got emotional. Um, thanks for sharing that because, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of folks who are probably pretty emotional about hearing uh, some of these stories that were just shared by Attorney General Austin Knutson and the impact on kids and, and so much more. Just absolutely devastating. Uh, let's see. Frank in the flathead. We, we only got about a minute or so to go. Frank, what did you want to share?
6: Hey, that's right, uh, Austin Knudsen for U.S. Attorney General. It trumps everything you think he, he he should be top pick. But I mean, well, yeah, very I, very I
0: second that. Holy cow! That we love yeah. having him as our as our AG here well, in Montana, man. We, if we, we might need him.
6: Hey, I'm retired public safety from a, one of the dreaded blue states. I'm a refugee. I want to give you a direct direct knowledge that I have that these cartels try to corrupt local officials. They surveil you. They send pictures of your kids going to school. They they send you pictures of your house. Uh, they do that way before they drop money off, but they are actively corrupting local officials. So, uh, you know, Nancy and Randall is right. This mail-in ballot thing and ballot harvesting and getting rid of the Electoral College, that's what they're all about. They only need a few thousand votes to get control of this country, and millions of uh, immigrants coming in, they're gonna generate ballots. Those immigrants are never gonna see those ballots, but somebody's gonna cast that ballot for them. So these local governments better lock it down or we're in for uh, big trouble. Don't forget, Anita Dunn, a leftist was kicked out of the Obama administration. She is a top insider of the Biden White House. Look up Anita Dunn, she's a malice. She's a insider. They're destroying this country,
0: and it's pretty obvious it's deliberate right now. Frank, thanks for your service. Thanks for calling in.